Hello, welcome to the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell. We are in our Catechism Saturday series, going through the Heidelberg Catechism. Today we're on Lord's Day number six with our theme on the Mediator. But before we get started this week's episode, make sure you tune into this past Monday's Season 6, Introduction to Reformed Theology, Episode 26, with Dr. Kim Riddlebarger, who's the retired pastor of Christ Reformed Church in Anaheim, California, as well as visiting professor at Westminster Seminary, California. We had him on for eschatology and more specifically on the basics of all millennialism. And this past Thursday, Bill Club episode with Jim Davis, who's pastor of Orlando Grace Church in Orlando, Florida. Michael Graham, who's director of the Keller Center of a Cultural Apologetics. And Dr. Ryan Burge, who's a religion statistics expert from Eastern Illinois University in Charleston, Illinois, on his on their Zonervan academic book, The Great Dechurching. So let's get started. Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day 6. And we have this on the mediator. We have four questions in today's episode. We go with question 16. Why must the mediator be a true and righteous man? Because God's justice requires that human nature which has sinned must pay for its sin. But a sinner can never pay for others. Question 17. Why must he also be true God? so that by the power of his divinity he might bear in his humanity the weight of God's wrath and earn for us and restore to us righteousness and life. Question 18. Then who is this mediator, the true God, and at the same time a true and righteous man? Our Lord Jesus Christ, who is given to us for our complete deliverance and righteousness. And lastly, question 19. How do you come to know this? The Holy Gospel tells me. God himself began to reveal the gospel already in paradise, later proclaimed it by the holy patriarchs and prophets, and foreshadowed it by the sacrifice and other ceremonies of the law, and finally he fulfilled it through his own beloved son. So as you heard at the end of last week's episode, question 15 is on the two natures of Christ, and so we get those two natures in two separate questions in the 16 and 17. So when we sin, we can't just have God who unilaterally forgives us of our sin because that is an injustice. That goes against his very nature. That goes against his justice. It needs to be satisfied. And so Jesus Christ must be true man because we have sinned and a man must pay for our sin. But like it says, it can't just be a man. It can't just be one of us. He must also be true God, because as true God and true man, he can earn for us righteousness. And you might have heard before that that the Christian salvation is forgiveness of sins. And to be honest, that's only half right. That's part of it. Forgiveness of sins is, you can say, the, the neutrality is we no longer have punishments, But we need righteousness. We need perfection. We need obedience of the law because we infracted the law. We need somebody who kept the law, not just somebody who forgives us unilaterally, but somebody who gives us righteousness. And that is why he must be God. And that gives us question 18. And this is wonderful because the answer talks about our complete deliverance 
and righteousness. And there's two things with this. Number one, that's what everyone looks for. Whether or not we say it in those words, that's what everyone looks for. We look for deliverance. We look for deliverance from our feelings. We look for deliverance from our circumstances. We look for deliverance from our history. We look for deliverance from our thoughts. We look for deliverance sometimes from our our situations in life. We look for deliverance from all the decisions we've made. We look for deliverance from our thought life, from our from everything. We look for all of this deliverance. And we try to gain this deliverance through our efforts. And we wonder why. Why does our deliverance seem further and further off that tunnel that just keeps getting longer and longer the faster we run down that same tunnel? And the light seems to be snuffed out. We can't seem to reach this. But in the opposite end, for us Christians, this deliverance doesn't mean that all sinning ceases. At least in this life, in this old creation, pre-consummation life. And we can wonder, Christ, you saved me, but why does everything still, to be honest, stink? Why does it suck? Why does my life still seem in ruins? And this is where we have to, and this is, this is difficult, we have to look past our feelings, our, our temporary, earthbound, human-understood feelings, and say, though I feel like this is still true, though I feel like sin has still got me, though I feel like my history is still catching up to me, though I feel like my future is bleak, and you know, it might be, I have deliverance. And those two things aren't at contradiction with each other. And that's what we think so often, that we either have complete deliverance or everything stinks. And as a Christian in this old creation, in this, in this still sin-cursed body, both are true. We have complete deliverance and righteousness credited to our account, which means when we enter the heavenly gates, he doesn't look at our history, he looks at Christ's righteousness. And we still deal with our history even now. And that's, that's really good news for those who are still wondering all of this. And then we get to question 19. How do we come to know this? And this is where we get the Christ-centeredness from Genesis all the way through to Revelation. It's not moralisms. It's not good practices to live this life. It's not even how to live life. The gospel, the Bible tells us about the gospel. That's what the Bible tells you. Who has delivered you, how he has delivered you, and then where he has delivered you towards, and who you have to enjoy. That's what we have to look forward to. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day 6 on The Mediator. Make sure you look into this upcoming Monday's Season 6 Introduction to Reformed Theology, episode 27, with Dr. David Brionis, who's brand new professor as of this fall of Westminster Seminary, California, and we had him on for the finale of season six, Reform Theology in the Modern World. We were roughly following J. Gresham Machen's Christianity Liberalism, which also finds his 100th anniversary in 2023. And this upcoming Thursday's book club episode with Dr. G.K. Beale of Reformed Theological Seminary in Dallas and Dr. Ben Glad of Reformed Theological Seminary in Jackson, on their new Baker Academic book, also written with D.A. Carson and Andy Nacelli, 
the dictionary of the New Testament use of the Old Testament published by Baker Academic. Everything you've ever wanted to know about the New Testament uses the Old Testament allusions, quotations, themes, everything. We'll see you next week. Bye.